And next guest is Chief Political Correspondent for the A's newspaper, David Crow. Good morning. Hi, Tom. Well, the, the, the primary vote, now that's not necessarily what wins elections, but it certainly helps. But the Coalition's primary vote is up to 37%. Labor Party's is down at 34%. It, does this mean Albo's in trouble? Yep, it means uh, that Anthony Albanese is in trouble and Labor's in trouble because their primary vote is drifting back to where it was at the last election. And yes, they got over the line at the last election, but I don't think it was... Um, well, it was too close for comfort, put it that way, for them. And at the same time, Peter Dutton and the Coalition are up to 37. Their primary vote is now higher than it was at the last election. Mm. So the Coalition's actually in better shape than they were when they last went to the polls. They lost last time, mainly because of those teal seats. Oh, that's a big problem. And I don't think today's results show that they're getting back into those teal seats in a big way. However, they've gained ground. And so I think... Um, you know, it is the kind of numbers today that suggest a hung parliament or a very t- tight election, which could, could go either way. So what are the issues, do you reckon, behind this? I mean, obviously, inflation and cost of living is a, is a massive concern. People, they, they go to the petrol pump, it's costing more, they go to the supermarket, it's the same. The federal government's announced some inquiries and so forth, but they're not really doing anything about it. Is that what it is? Is it, is it Albo yeah. going to private concerts at a billionaire's mansion on a Saturday night? That wouldn't help, I think, but I think it's like you say, it's cost of living. What I've found is not just, say, the numbers over the last month or so. When I look at our polling numbers over the last six months, I see a steady fall in support for Labor, and I also see um, declines for Anthony Albanese on personal measures and also declines on who's best to run the economy. So that's over the last six months, not just over the one, last you know, couple of months. I think The Voice was part of that because I think there was a debate about whether the government was focused on the right issues for people and cost of living really hit with a vengeance towards the end of last year. It's interest rate rises, it's inflation, it's what's happening with supermarket competition and yes, you'll get you know, commitments from the government to do something about all these things but people want action and I think failing to see enough solid action means that they turn away from the government. Well, what about the stage three tax cuts? So, you know, Anthony Albanese and Jim Chalmers had, had promised to keep the already legislated stage three tax cuts. These were perceived as benefiting money, higher income earners. They, they've fiddled with them. Has, has that worked in their favour, to fiddle with them? I think generally it's worked in the government's favour. I think most people, or a majority of people, 52%, support the tax cut change, even though it was a broken promise. And what I found really interesting in these numbers is that people on higher incomes who probably you know, pay, you know, lose some of the tax cut as a result of the changes, they're more in favour of the change. Mm. So I think it's got some appeal across the board. And yes, 34% of voters say it's a broken promise. But 46% of voters say it was changing policy to suit the times. So I think, I, I think there's an, enough acceptance of the change to stage three tax cuts for the government to get by on that issue. I think the issue, what's, what's emerged is it's just not enough. People want more action on cost of living, and so the tax cut change is just not enough for them. And uh, also, what, just very quickly, what about nuclear power? There's a poll in The Australian today suggesting that 55% of people uh, agree or somewhat agree that nuclear power is a good idea. Does that mean Labor's on the wrong side of that debate? Uh, too, too early to say. One of my colleagues had a pretty good remark about that poll today, she said, 
Yes, but the polling a year ago said the voice had popular support. Yeah, true. So, you know, you've got to, I mean, imagine what would happen one year from now if you've got a really vigorous debate about nuclear power with detail about where it's meant to be and a lot of questions about how it works. I think that's really the test of whether yeah. whether it would have popular support. Finally and very quickly, will the government hold on to Dunkley at this week's uh, by-election? I think there's a lot of spin about how big the swing may be one way or the other, and I'd expect a swing against the government. But if you look at the language from both sides, I think there's an assumption that the government's going to hold that seat. I think based on today's polling, it's, going to, it's looking tighter, I think, than it was looking a few weeks ago. So you never know, but I think on, on balance, the government should probably hold Dunkley. Thank you for your time. David Crowe there, Chief Political Correspondent for The Age at 5 to 9.